If the Romans knew one thing, they knew how to kill people. They were a nation that was guaranteed to go to war, to conquer people, to get people to pay tribute. They knew how to kill. And we come to the story that the Romans killed Jesus, the crucifixion. And many things have been said about it, and you can read many accounts of it. But the one thing I want to get across very clearly is that the Romans knew how to kill somebody. And when the Pontius Pilate asked if Jesus was dead, and the soldiers report he's dead, they knew dead. So we have this amazing scene that takes place now, that Jesus is dead, and people are worried that he might come back to life because of various things that they heard him say during his lifetime. So they are afraid and they go out, the Jewish leaders go out and they make sure there's a guard at the tomb where Jesus is put. And they wanna make sure that his apostles can't say that Jesus is risen because the apostles stole his body. So we're now faced with this one incredible happening in Christianity, upon which Paul says, if the resurrection didn't happen, everything I've said to you doesn't make any sense. So it's the big decision. Do you want to believe in the resurrection? The resurrection fits into that category of when I distinguish between signs and wonders and miracles. The only miracle that really fits the definition of miracle, is this resurrection of Jesus, all right? It is a miracle. It is unexplainable. Nobody can understand how this could have happened. A miracle is a phenomenon of nature that is so far beyond the powers and capacity of natural causes that it can only be explained by the direct intervention of God. So you have to be a believer in God to even think you might experience a miracle. And it's amazing that this miracle, this great story, the great idea of the resurrection, only has 50 verses in Luke, 20 verses in Matthew, and 20 verses in Mark. It's the shortest part of the story about who Jesus is. It's really incredible that it comes down to that part of the story, such a short idea to inculcate what it means to be a follower of Jesus. So I'm going to use Luke's uh, version of the resurrection. It's the longest, and at least gives us some more information about what happened. So on Sunday morning, the first day of the week, now I want to keep make a very important point here. The Jews worship on the seventh day of the week. That's the Sabbath. That's the holy day called for in the Ten Commandments, in the, one of the 613 laws of the Torah. You are told you must keep holy the Sabbath. The Sabbath is from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. The first day of the week is Saturday sundown to Sunday sundown. That's the first day of the week. The day that the Christians are going to keep holy now is the resurrection. They're going to celebrate the Eucharist to remember that God is saving them, that God is letting them enter into this idea 
of a resurrected life, of life after death. And the story is told very simply. The women, Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others, all the women accompanied them, went to do the burial rites for Jesus because he was buried without the burial rites of the Jews and they wanted to go and perform that. So they go to where Jesus is buried. They had a good idea, obviously, where he was buried. They went there and they were all worried about who's going to roll back the stone. It obviously was a big stone. And they also knew that the, te- that the, that the guards the, from the temple, the Jewish guards were there to make sure nobody stole the buyer. And they were going there to anoint the body and make sure everything had been done correctly. They arrive and there's no body. All right. The body has disappeared and they have a vision. They talk about that someone told them that Jesus has risen from the dead. And they are told in in Luke's story by an angel to go tell the apostles this. Another story The women, Mary Magdalene, is told by Jesus that he's risen from the dead, and she's to tell the apostles this. It's an interesting sidebar, but the word apostle meant someone who was instructed by the resurrected Jesus to go and tell people about the life of Jesus. And the first people who are real apostles are the women who are sent to the apostles to tell them that Jesus has risen. It's a very powerful part of the story, that the women are the real first apostles. They're the first ones to announce that Jesus has risen from the dead. Second big story of the resurrection that's found in most of the Gospels is the story of the disciples walking to Emmaus, and Jesus joins them, and they explain to the Jesus, they don't know it's him for some reason. He doesn't look like Jesus to them at this point. And they explain what's happened, and they invite Jesus to have dinner with them. They go back to their house in Emmaus. They invite Jesus in, and it says, Jesus sat at the table with them. He took the bread. He said the blessing. He broke the bread. He gave it to them. And then it says, and their eyes were opened, and they recognized that immediately this was Jesus. And they decided to go back and tell the apostles that they've witnessed the resurrected Jesus. And I love this story because it reminds me of my grandson. One time, Simon, when he was about four years old, was in a daycare center. And myself and my wife, his grandma, and he calls me Poppy, went in to pick him up to take him out of the day's care and take him to our house for the weekend. And when we walk in, we could see him sort of looking over at us, but he didn't move. And later on, when we get him into the car, we say, Declan, what what happened? Why, Why didn't you come over to us? He says, Poppy, I looked over and said, oh, isn't that great? Somebody's grandma and grandpa are here to pick them up, and they're getting to go home. And he says, and then all of a sudden my mind kicked in, and I realized it was my grandma and my poppy who was here. And that's sometimes how the mind works. It takes us a little while to recognize who are we looking at. 
The third story of the resurrection is when Jesus appears to his disciples and he tells them he's not a ghost and they're finding it hard to really believe it's him. And he tells them, touch me, see me, that I'm not a ghost. And then he asks them to give him something to eat so he can prove that he can eat, that he can be a human being. And he took it and he ate it in front of them. And he proved that he had risen from the dead. And he said that his followers would also be with him in this resurrected state of being. An incredible story. And that's what Easter is about, is deciding to believe because people before you have decided to believe in this Jesus. What Jesus is teaching, as we saw in that Matthew's quote, about loving everybody, helping other, pe uh, other people, taking care of the needy. This is a great message. And if you do this, Jesus says you'll be happy. You'll be bringing the kingdom of God about in the world. Your life will be good. You'll have meaning in your life. You'll do good things and you'll have a resurrected life where you'll continue to be in this state of love and caring for everybody. Thank you. I hope everybody has a very good Easter and celebrates the resurrection of Jesus. Thank you. Goodbye.